Hey guys, welcome back to a quick follow-up Inside Scoop. My name is Neil Crawford. I'm your host and also the founder of Anytime Soccer Training. This is a quick follow-up to the show I just dropped yesterday because after I listened to that show, I said, oh my goodness, I left out something that that's pretty important because what I like to do and one of the principles of this show is to translate whatever I'm saying in theory to uh, practical examples as this either advice or at least giving you a practical picture of what I actually do with my own children. Um, and then you can take from that what you want. And I left that show thinking, yes, I was able to make the main point, which is I really want to create a process that teaches them self-determination and self-discipline but I didn't really uh, uh, translate how that works, how I set my training sessions up with my boys and how I communicate with my boys on the ground. And part of that reason is because number one, I didn't want the show to be too long. And then number two is I'm gonna deal with some of this stuff uh, when we talk about triggers as well. But, but this piece is important because I think if you only listen to that show, then you may be left understanding it in theory, but you won't have an example of how I how I actually implement it. And as a housekeeping note, if you have not listened to the previous show, um, in somewhere in the title, it has something to do with my seven-year-old saying he hates himself, uh, drum roll. If you haven't listened to that show, go back and listen to that show first and then come come to this show because this show is just a follow-up clarification of that show. And I was going to wait till last, I was going to wait until next week, but uh, I think it'll be helpful for those who did hear last, the yesterday's show to hear this so that we can kind of be super clear when we discuss it on the Facebook group. So, so, so let's just, so let me get my thoughts together and let me think about it. So we talked about the fact that I work with my boys regularly in soccer as a parent trainer. And, and I have a long-term horizon and I am only, I consider myself to be a part of their soccer training, not all encompassing. As a matter of fact, I spend less time training them than they do in their other soccer activities, which include team training games and free play. So I'm a part of it. So, and then we have talked about this a lot. There's a delicate balance and a delicate and precarious relationship there when you're the parent who is trying to work with your own child, right? And we have seen um, enough cases where that goes completely wrong. And the purpose, the overarching purpose of this podcast is to give you some tips and for us to exchange ideas so we can do this in a positive and not negative way. So, so I wanted to tee that up first. And then, um, and so then that brings me into how I start to deliver the training sessions to my child. But it is one more thing I forgot, which is this. In the other show, we also said, you know, yes, 
there are things that you as a parent can always do to make a training session more realistic, more intense, if that's what you're looking for, more game-like, incorporate more decisions, effectively squeeze more juice, you know, realistic juice, I guess you say, squeeze more juice out of a session, right? And you can, you can go down that road, and I see parents go down that road, but that, based on my experience and dealing with a lot, a lot, a lot of kids and a lot of parents, that is a very risky road to go down. And I'm going to, then I kind of explained a little bit before, because your kids, for the most part, don't want to hear too much instruction from you. That doesn't mean you don't do anything. I have to give my, especially my youngest one, I have to give them a lot of instruction. And I'll, I'll tell you that what type of instructions that that is but for the most part anything high level anything relatively complex anything where you need them to really 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 co cooperate and be one billion percent locked in in my opinion that's best left for for the folks that have more of an arm's length relationship with your child uh the coaches and the trainers it's not that you can't do it. I'm going to emphasize that it's not that you cannot do it. But I rarely see that being successful. I see that being, I, the, it's more likely that the kid is crying, the kid is upset, the dad is frustrated, the mom is frustrated when you have to do, it, it's just, it, it ends up being frustrated. And the reason I keep, I'm harping on this, and the reason I wanted to drop this podcast now is because most of you probably won't listen to me you won't you're going to try it you're going to try to do what the coach does and you're going to conclude like most parents oh i can't work with my child because uh they won't listen to me this is what they say and i'm saying to you you can work with your child but you have to put some boundaries in place and you got to put a process in place where you are more of a facilitator as opposed to um, an instructor. And if you are gonna try to do that instruction role, I'm gonna give you a couple of things that I do, maybe in this podcast, but definitely another podcast to sort of help with that a little bit. But I find this to be extremely risky and I'm gonna keep emphasizing it. Very risky behavior when you try to be the coach the parent and the trainer in these individual sessions. All right, so let's get some sort of frameworks together in terms of how I deliver training to my boys. The first thing I do is I, I use a general, uh, uh, I use three main stages, you know, play, practice, and play, right? So that's, that's kind of how this, the, the session is the sessions are broken up. We might do a, some kind of fun warm up. I use a I use a video anytime soccer training video. You can do whatever you want. Then we have the routine of, of actually practicing, and then we end with them messing around with each other, uh, free playing while I'm grabbing all the stuff and that kind of thing. And then I'll play with them a little bit. So that's the linear thing. That's how that's the sequence I should say. And on top of that is training variety, right? So now not only are doing that practice piece, there is a variety of areas that I want 
them to improve upon, or at least I separate soccer in those variety of areas. And we're going to talk about that as well. And then there is the routine, the cadence, the, mm, the norms, all that stuff within the training piece so they know exactly what to expect. So I'm going to repeat that again. It's a play routine, play practice and, and play some more doing a variety of different soccer areas because I need to keep their attention a little bit and I want them to have a variety of, uh, I want them to practice the core skills within a variety of areas. And then I also want them to really understand the format of the routine, the cadence of the routine, the norms of the routine, the expectations of the routine and, and be trained on how to execute the routine. So that's sort of what I have, that's what goes through my head. That's what I went through my head when I started creating Anytime Soccer Training because Anytime Soccer Training is just a, uh, you know, a web application that tries to reflect what I do with my boys, which has been successful thus far. And, and so, and I'm uh, thus far with a big asterisk. So the best analogy I can give is, is that it's almost as if they have a gym membership with me. And I hate to talk like this, but this is how I am. So if you join a gym, and I mentioned this, but I'm gonna go into more detail, and you ask them, you say, what classes do you offer? They're gonna more than likely say, unless it's like Planet Fitness, they're gonna say, oh, we offer, you know, aerobics and we offer uh, a boot camp and then we offer cardio and then we offer cycling and we offer swimming lessons and you know um, they're, they're going to have a whole host of classes and then what you do in those classes will be different based on on the actual classes obviously so that's the variety but within those classes and within those class groups, the routines will be relatively the same, right? So boot camp might start at six in the morning, end at seven. They do some cardio, they do some body weight lifting, they do some um, stretching, and and they have similar music. They use similar terminology. So when they if they tell you do a body weight squat on Monday, then on Friday, and they say do a body weight squat, they're not reteaching you a body weight squat. You kind of know it. And um, the teacher, when you get to the class, they may say, do we have any new students in here today or any first timers? And the reason they're saying that is because the, the OGs, the people who go regularly, they're gonna know the routine, they're gonna know the terminology, they're gonna know the music, they're gonna know the teacher and that's what they're doing. And because, and they have that level of predictability If they want variety, they can go do a lot of different classes, right? Well, that's effectively, what I have created for my sons, right? And that is a reflected, that's reflected. And this is not a sales pitch, it's just trying to help you guys picture it. That's reflected in how I'm building Anytime Soccer Training, right? So it's a similar routine that kind of provides a level of continuity um, between the different varieties of skills. So the, the videos are gonna be, you know, 20 second interval base or 30 second interval base. So they kind of understand that. 
it's they're going to be between five and 15 minutes so they kind of understand that but this and then when they learn a particular what i'm calling a move they know that that name will never change so it's not going to be like today i'm calling it uh TikToks, and then tomorrow i'm going to call it shuffles if i call it if the video calls it TikToks now it's going to call it TikToks forevermore. and so what I meant by I have to teach my my youngest one a lot, I'm in the process now of teaching him those moves and teaching him, which is extremely frustrating by the way, and teaching him what those, the names of those moves. So that by year two or three, because remember we talked about, we got 17 years or whatever, by year two or three, we're not having that conversation anymore. It's, you know, he he's on autopilot. My older one is on autopilot. He hears a name, he knows what to do. And then I just add more and more variety within that routine framework, right? And then even the play and the 1v1 stuff we do, it, it's understood that that's for fun. And that's their time to have fun. So an example would be, uh, you know, I'm big on like dribbling with every single step. Well, doing the fun part, they don't have to do that. I'm big on using your weak foot or something. They don't have to do that. Even my my younger one, if I say something to him, he'll be like, dad, this is the free, this is the fun part. You can't coach me. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. So all of those norms and rules, and we're going to talk more about that in the triggers have already been established. And, you know, I've been accused of overthinking this, but you know, if if the if, if overthinking this prevents me from screaming at my kids and my kids yelling at uh sorry crying on the soccer field and then hating soccer because of me, then guilty. I'm an overthinker because I had to really think about boy, if I'm gonna work with them two and three days a week, I gotta create a system that doesn't drive them crazy, right? So for them, so that when they, and then let me just kind of put this in a bow. So for them, when my son, and I mentioned this in the earlier podcast, and I'll say, when my older son asks me, what are we gonna work on? He's effectively saying, which class am I going to today, dad? And I'll say, well, today I want you to work on juggling, dribbling ball mastery and two cones and then he he understands okay and he can quickly do the math that's about 40 minutes good i know what i know what that looks like i know what that's all about because one of his triggers is me not being prepared or me changing or me you know doing something on a whim he doesn't he doesn't like that that's one of his triggers and that's just his personality so if i tell him we're going to do three things then we need to do three if I tell him we're going to do five, we need to do five. And that's a trigger of his. And that's something that I just respect. That's just the way he is. So you contrast that to, oh, and then let me even be even more clear. So he doesn't necessarily even want me to, I don't even really need to create too many quote unquote game-like situations because Again, the risk, I might be ram. Maybe I shouldn't have said that because we do a little bit, but it's really more about him getting his workout on. So it would be almost like if you if he went to the boot camp class 
And then the boot camp camp teacher, he's expecting to do boot camp. And then this is the best way, better way of saying it. And then halfway through the boot camp class, the teacher said, Hey guys, go get your swimming suits on. We're going into the pool. And you're like, no, that's not what I, if I wanted to go in the pool, I would have gone, I would have signed up for the pool swimming class. And that's kind of how it would be if I start changing stuff too much, not because they're not flexible at all. It's just because we do this stuff on routine so much. It's just like going to school. If you change something, shoot, when I worked in the school, some of the kids didn't even like you to change classes because they got so used to the routine. And that's just how children are. And actually a lot of adults are like that. But when we start talking about norms and expectations, when he goes to his team training or, you know, small group technical training, and of course, free play, the expectation is I got to roll with whatever they throw at me. So his coach is not going to call us and say, hey, uh, hey, guys, uh, hey, team Crawford, tomorrow we're going to do this kind of session. No, you just got to roll and take orders and be flexible based on whatever the coach asks you to do. Now, I can't make a hard uh, recommendation to say, you should start thinking about varieties of areas and the core skills that you want to teach them within those varieties of areas in the way that I have done it with Anytime Soccer Training. I can't tell you to do that. And most of you will not listen to this. But what I can tell you with absolute um, conviction is I rarely see it, it be successful when the parent tries to do what the coach is trying to do in a one-on-one situation with their children. There's a difference between being a parent coach and you are actually the coach and then there's norms around that. I'm talking about you are out there with your child one-on-one and you're trying to coach them in the way that a person um, uh, who they don't, they don't know, they're not familiar with is trying to coach them. You are likely setting yourself up for a massive headache. And I have learned that the hard way. And then I will end with this though. But when there, are, when there is on occasion specific things that I want to get out of them, I, I'm like, listen, there's something specific I want to work with you on. I, I prep. I don't actually do that with my younger one because, you know, he's only seven. So he's just working on basic skills anyways. But I prep, prep my older one. Hey, you know, we're going to work on finishing today and we're going to work on these specific things that I noticed and I want really, really to work on that. And I talked to you, I talked to him about it, or at least I try to talk to him about it before we get to the field so that he's mentally ready that dad is going to coach you today. Today, dad is going to give you some coach-like information and I need you to cooperate. So that's, uh, that's, that's my tip, I guess. And what I forgot to put in the uh, earlier show. And I would love to hear a couple of things. Your feedback on what I just said. 
And what you do if, if not this, if you have another way of delivering, you know, two to three sessions a week with your child uh, with no judgment, I don't, I don't want to have the, the burnout conversation right now. I'm saying, yep, you're in the same boat and this is sort of what you have done that works, then boy, I would love to hear it because so far, you know, a lot of the com uh, comments and a lot of the feedback I have gotten, I'm incorporating it into my own personal life and I'm incorporating it into a product that ultimately I want to be a tool that to, to make, to help, uh, help parents who are working with their kids. So thanks again for listening. Uh, I hope you can hear in the passion of my voice, I'm actually visualizing parents that I've seen screaming at their kids, micromanaging their kids, frustrated that their kid is not responding the way that they are. Just, just avoid that. And if you, and if you have to do that, at least wait until they master these core fundamental skills across the spectrum of soccer before you go there, because that will actually probably serve them the best, anyways. So, Neil Crawford, thanks for listening. If you, um, if you want to get in contact with me, please drop me an email, Neil N E I L at anytime soccer.com. If you're a club director out there or a coach or a trainer who's interested in um, talking to me about getting some free accounts for uh, for the program, Anytime Soccer, please do that. And you can check out the website at anytime-soccer.com as well. Uh, we'll be, I'll be happy to facilitate any, any relationship with you to get this pro to give your players access to this program for a limited time. All right, guys, let's get better together. <laughs>